1: In today's study, Chuck completes his teaching on the book of 1 Chronicles, chapters 1 through 3.
0: The sons of Zibion, Aya, and Anna. The sons of Anna, Dishon, the sons of Dishon, Amram, Ishbon, Ithron, and Charon the sons of Ezra, Bilhan, Zaban, and Yachtan, the sons of Dishon, Uz, and Aran. All these are the kings that reigned in the land of Edom before any king reigned over the children of Israel. Bela the son of Beor, and the name of his city was Dinhaba. And when Bela was dead, Jobab the son of Zerah of Basra reigned in his stead. And when Jobab was dead, Hushan of the land of the Temanites reigned in his stead. And when Hushan was dead, Hadad, the son of Bedad, which smote Midian in the field of Moab, reigned in his stead. And the name of his city was Avith. And when Hadad was dead, Samah of Masrekah reigned in his stead. And when Samah was dead, Shaul of Rehoboth by the river reigned in his stead. And when Shaul was dead, Baal-Hanan, the son of Achbor, reigned in his stead. And when Baal-Hanan was dead, Hadad reigned in his stead. The name of his city was Pai, and his wife's name was Mehedabal, and the daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mesahab. Hadad died. Also, the dukes of Edom were, and there's 10 of them, or 11 of them, Duke Timnah, Duke Eliah, Duke Yedith, Duke Aholabamah, Duke Elah, Duke Penon, Duke Kenaz, Duke Teman, Duke Mitzbar, Duke Migdal, Duke Imran. These are the dukes of Edom. Anyone want me to read those again? (laughs) I sure hope not. I don't think I could do it twice in a row. But anyway, the, du- the dukes or the leaders of Edom are adversaries. Okay, let's go to chapter 2. It's going to get more interesting. We're going to jump into specifically the genealogy of Judah. That's our primary target here anyway. These are the sons of Israel. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, Dan, Joseph, Benjamin, Naphtali, God, and Asher. The sons of Judah were Ur and Onan and Shelah, which three were born unto him of the daughter of Shuah the Canaanitess. And Ur, the firstborn of Judah, was evil in the sight of the Lord. He slew them. We're going to discover that all three of these boys do not provide issue that God is interested in. Very strange things going on here. Let's back up and take up these 12 Patriarchs. Refresh our memory here. Abraham, of course, had Sarah. And Hagar, of course, had Ishmael. But under Sarah, he had Isaac, and who, uh, and with Rebekah, had two, Esau and Jacob. We again, we'll follow the main line here. Jacob had two wives, Leah and Rachel. And Leah bore four. Reuben, Simeon, Levi, and Judah. Rachel, being uh, barren... Figured she, she resorted to a procedure that was common in those days to give her handmaid as a as her uh, uh, surrogate, Bilhah, and through that has Dan and Naphtali. Leah figures, gee, what's good for the goose is good for the gander, I guess, so she gives her handmaid, Zilpah, to Jacob, through whom we have Gad and Asher. By this time, Rachel bears. She has Joseph. And so here's Jacob's with his, the first, the son that he of the one he he loved Rachel more than life itself. So you can tell right away Joseph not, be, not only because he's the youngest, but he's also from Leah gets very favored treatment. You know the story of Joseph. Meanwhile, Leah bears a couple more, Issachar and Zebulun. And Rachel, although she dies in childbirth, provides Benjamin. So those there you have the twelve. And it would be simple except for the fact Joseph, when he rises to prime minister of the known world at that time, he has two children from his Egyptian wife, Manasseh and Ephraim, and they get adopted by Jacob as his sons. So Jacob really has a group of 13 to choose from, because you've just split Joseph into two halves, so to speak. So recognize that when you read your Bible, because... You'll often see all 12 listed with one missing. And you don't have 11. You still have 12 with one missing. how do they pull that off? With the baker's dozen. There's 13 to choose from. So there's times that Levi is not mentioned because they don't go to war, but you still have 12 tribes going to war. Follow me? I'll show you some surprising ways before this thing is over. Anyway, those, they're the, tw- the famous 12 tribes. Leah had her four. Each one's, each one's name has a meaning. Reuben, behold a son. Simeon, means heard. Uh, Each one of these are results of prayer in their birth. And you want to learn those names. They're in the margin of most of your study Bibles because these tribes are listed. Let me get through these. Bill has two, then then, uh, Zilpah has two, Leah has a couple more, then Rachel has her two. The story of Tamar is a strange, sordid little story tucked in in Genesis 38. Genesis 37 introduces Joseph and the rest of the book of genesis from 37 to 50 is this incredible drama of joseph as he gets sold into egypt rises to become prime minister of the world and all that right in the middle of all this or not middle of the second chapter of this there's there's a strange episode where tamar because she was denied her husbands from 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 uh, judah poses as a prostitute gets impregnated unknowingly gets impregnated he unknowingly impregnates her Thinks she's a prostitute, not knowing, and, and uh, so she has, uh, she's his daughter-in-law. So through through his through her father-in-law, he she has two sons, Phares and Zerah, and uh, all the, so they're considered sons of Judah, strangely. Um, and God is what God is doing here is He's preserving the Messianic line, strangely enough. And anyway, uh, so Tamar uh, has these twins, Phares and Zerah, and Phares is going to be very important to us as we go. The sons of Pharaoh were Hezron and Hamul, and the sons of Zerah were Zimri, Ethan, Hemel, Chalcol, and Dara, five of them in all. And the sons of Carmi, Achar, the troubler of Israel, who transgressed in the thing accursed. There's mis- mis- uh, Midrashic legends that from Zerah, not Pharaoh, the other guy, will ultimately come Rachel. So she may have a-, a linkage in here too, at least in legend. Moving on, and the sons of Ethan were Azariah, the sons of Hezron were born unto him meal and Ram, and Chalubai, and Ram begot Amminadab, and Aminadab begot Nashon, and the prince of the children of Judah, and Nashon begot Salma, and Salma begot Boaz. Salma begot Boaz by marrying Rachel, incidentally. Now, it's incidental to the chronicler's purpose, but it's an interesting thing to understand that Boaz's mother was a Moabite. Anyway, and Boaz begot Obed, and Obed begot Jesse, and these, this little string is going to be very important to us in a minute. When you get to Genesis 38, that's the strange chapter we find inserted in the story of Joseph. And if you look at it in the Hebrew, remember Hebrew goes from right to left. At 49 letter intervals, we find the name of Boaz. Well, that might be just a statistical accident. Except we continue at 49 letter intervals and we get the name of Ruth. And if you continue in this, you'll find at 49-letter intervals the name Obed. And then at 49-letter intervals, you find the name Yishay or Jesse. And then you find at 49-letter intervals the name of David. Now let's add this up. You have encrypted in the text itself the name of Boaz, Ruth, Obed, Jesse, and David. All in 49-letter intervals and all in chronological order. The chances of this just occurring as an accident of language has one chance in seventy million. It's been estimated. I think that's kind of interesting to discover that David's genealogy is encrypted in the books of Moses long before Joshua, Judges, Samuel, and the time of David. Centuries before, they're embodied here. That also implies that God gave the Torah letter by letter. There's a strange prophecy when, when Ruth and Boaz get married at their wedding, someone says, let your house be like the house of Pharaoh's, who Tamar bare unto Judah of the sea, which the Lord shall give the, of this young woman. Well, if you know the story of Pharaoh's and Tamar, and someone said that at your wedding, you'd say, same to you, fella. You know? But you see, it's not a toast, it's a prophecy. You have to know that in the Torah, a bastard cannot enter into the congregation until the tenth generation. In other words, for ten generations he cannot inherit. When you take a look at Pharaoh's genealogy, the tenth generation from Pharaoh's is, guess who? David. So there again, in the last few verses of chapter 4 of Ruth, which is in the time of the Judges, we have David prophesied again in the text, in the text. Boaz, Obed, Jesse, and David. It's interesting to notice how it's always the tenth man that seems to be so important. Noah was the tenth man, Abraham's the tenth from Noah, and Boaz is the tenth from Abraham. Now, I don't know what you do with that piece of information. I just, but but I get fascinated when I see fingerprints of the Holy Spirit on the text. I, these, are, these are clearly objects of deliberate design, not accidents. That's the main point I want to leave you with. Okay, let's continue. Boaz, we got Obed. Obed, we got Jesse. Jesse, we got his firstborn, Eliab, and Abinadab the second, Shema the third, Nethaneel the fourth, Redi the fifth, Ozem the sixth, David the seventh. David the seventh. Okay, that's the seven sons, and he's the youngest, obviously. Whose sisters were Zerui and Abigail, and the sons Zerui and Abishai and Joab and Asahel, three. Boaz and David. That's the linkage. Abigail bare be, uh, Amasa, and the father of Amasa was Yether the Ishmaelite. Caleb, the son of Hezron, begot children of Azubah, uh, his wife, and of Yarioth, uh, and her sons were these Yeser, Shobab, and Arden. And when Azubah was dead. Caleb took unto him Ephrath, and bare him Hur, and Hur begot Uri, and Uri begot Bezalel. Now you'll notice some of these names are the same as geographical names. Uh, Bethlehem Ephrathah is a name that rings in our ears because of the Christmas cards. But there was a person by the name of Ephrathah. And often these names in geography will get confused. So do the tribal names. When you speak of me as, say, for example, I'm in Idaho now, but I came from California. He was a Californian. Does that mean I have an ethnic link to California? Not necessarily. It just means I came from there geographically. The tribes themselves will give their names to the places where they're allotted, but as time goes on, that region carries the tribal name independent of who happens to be living there. Because as time's going on, they're no longer confined. If you're from Ephraim, you may or may not be of the tribe of Ephraim in later years. And many people get confused. They assume that when these territories are conquered, that everybody that is conquered is from that tribe, not necessarily. We're going to get into that very much in Chronicles later. Because there's a lot of strange myths that arise from these misunderstandings. Moving on, verse twenty-one, and afterward, Hezron went into the daughter of Machir, the father of Gilead, whom he married when he was threescore years old, and she bare him Sagub. Threescore—that's uh, getting on, sixty years. Mm. And Sagub begot Jair, who had three and twenty cities in the land of Gilead. And he took Esher and Aram and the towns of Jair from them, and Kenath and the towns thereof, even the three-score cities. All these belonged to the sons of Machir, the father of Gilead. Gilead. And after the Hezron was dead in Calabrephrethah, <laughs> then Abiah, Hezron's wife, Baram, Asher, the father of Tekoa, and the sons... That's where, remember, Amos came from, that area. The the sons of and the firstborn of Hezron, were Ram, the firstborn, Buna and Oren, and Ozem, and Ahijah. And Yaramil also had another wife, whose name was Atara, and she was the mother of Onam. And the sons of Ram, the firstborn of Yeremiel, were Maz, Yaman, and Echar. And the sons of Onam were Shemei and Yada. and the sons of Shemei, Nadab, and Abeshur. The name of the wife of Abeshur was Abahel, and she bare him Aben and Molid, the sons of Nadab, Selid, Apim, but Caleb died without children. The sons of Apim Ishi, the sons of Ishi Sheshan, and the children of Sheshan Ahla. The sons of Yada, the brother of Shammai, Jether Jonathan, and Jether died without children. Sons of Jonathan Beleth, and Yazah, and these were the sons of Jeremiel. Now Sheshan had no sons but daughters, and Sheshan had a servant, an Egyptian, whose name was Yarha. And Shishan gave his daughter to Yarha, his servant to wife, and she bare him a tie. And a tie began Nathan, and Nathan begot Zebad. But, but be on your guard, there are a lot of Nathans in the stories. There's prophets, Nathans, there's sons of uh, David named Nathan. Uh, realize that some of these names are not very distinctive in that sense. And Zebad begot uh, Ephelal and Ephelal begot Obed, and Obed begot Yehu, and Yehu begot Azariah, and Azariah begot Helas, and Helas begot Eli- Elisha. And Elisha begot Sisamai, and Sisamai begot Shalom, and Shalom begot Yechamiah, and Yechamiah begot Elishamah, and the sons of Caleb, the brother of Yeramiel, were Mesha, his firstborn, which was the father of Ziph, and the sons of Mereshah, the father of Hebron, and the f- sons of Hebron, Korah, Tapua, Recham, and Shema, and Shema begot Raham, the father of Yor- Ka'am, and Recham begot Shemai. You know, this can sound pretty tedious, but we're actually going through a family tree from Adam all the way. So it's astonishing that this is all linked. I might warn you, too, though, there are, when it says the sons, or the father of, they have no label for a grandfather or grandson. So there are even more generations than we're reading because in many cases the Chronicler has skipped a few, uh, highlighting those that he regards as relevant. So while this is tedious desk, us, because most of them are unfamiliar familiar to us, you need to realize also in these, there are still link, uh, links that are, that, are, that are unrecorded here. Anyway, uh, Ephah, Caleb's concubine, bear Haran, Moza, and Gazez, and Haran begot Gazez, and the sons of Yadai, Regim, and Yothan, and Geshen and Pellet, and Ephah, and Shaph, and Macabre, uh, Caleb's concubine bear Sheba, and on it goes. Sheba also Sha'af, the father of Madmanah. And Sheba, the father of Machbanah, and father of Gibeah, and the daughter of Caleb was Achsah. These were the sons of Caleb, the son of Hur, the firstborn of Ephratah, Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim. And Salma, the father of Bethlehem. See, Bethlehem was a person's name. Heref, the father of beth And of course, that gives a name to a town And Shobal, the father of Kiriath-Jerim, and sons, and Hereth and half of the Manathahites, the families of kirath the Ithrites, the Puhites, the Shumathites, and the Mishrites, and of them the Zerithites, and the Ishtalites. Wow. The sons of Salma, Bethlehem, and the Neophyllites, and Eteroth, and the house of Yoheb, and half the Mannerites, and the Zorites. And the families of the scribes which dwelt at Yebez, the Territes, the Shemites, the Shukathites, and these are the Kenites that came from Hemath, the father of the house of Rachab. Whew. Okay. One more to go through. Okay. First Chronicles chapter 3. This is the genealogy of David. We're getting to the Peter here. Now these are the sons of David which were born unto him at Hebron, the firstborn Anon of he- Anon, Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess, the second Daniel of Abigail, the Carmelitess, the third Absalom, the son of Machah, the daughter of the Talmai, king of Geshur, and fourth Adonijah, the son of Hegath, and the fifth Shephatiah of Abital, and the sixth Ithream by Igla, his wife. These six were born unto him in Hebron, and there he reigned seven years and six months, and in Jerusalem he reigned thirty and three years. These were born to him in Jerusalem, Shimeah, Shobab, and Nathan, and Solomon, four of Bathsheba, the daughter of Amiel. Bathsheba, that's another treatment of Bathsheba, obviously. Ifbar also, and Elashama, and Eliphelet, and Nogah, and Nepheg, and Yaphia, and Elashama, and Eliada, and Eliphelet nine. These were all sons of David, besides their sons of concubines, and Tamar, their sister. And Solomon's son was Rehoboam. Abiah his son, Asa his son, Yosephat his son, Yoram his son, Ahaziah his son, and Joash his son, and Amaziah his son, Azariah his son, Yotham his son, Ahaz his son, Hezekiah his son, Manasseh his son, Ammon his son, Josiah his son. That's your dynasty. We're going to be going through those kings as they take their shot at it. And the sons of Josiah were the firstborn of Johanan, the second Jehoiakim, and the third Zedekiah, and the fourth Shalom. Now Ahaz has Hezekiah and Manasseh. Hezekiah, Ahaz is bad news. Hezekiah was a breath of fresh air. Manasseh was a disaster. And that's going to be important to understand when we get there. As you get through these others after Josiah, one of these is Jehoiakim. And uh, his and he has a son, a, son, a, a brother by Zedekiah, and Je- Jehoiakim is going to have a Jehoiachin, and he's going to have... Well, here we go. Here are the sons of Jehoiakim. Jeconiah, his son, are also called Jehoiachin, and Zedekiah, his son. There's a lot of confusion. It's easy to get mixed up. Jeconiah and Jehoiachin are this... Uh, uh, are, uh, Jeconiah is also called Coniah. We're going to talk about him in a minute. His son, and his son, Zedekiah, his son. So there's two Zedekiahs, you'll notice. Okay. Uh, generation apart. And the sons of Jeconiah, Asher, Salathiel, his son, son Malkiram, also, Padiah, and Shenazar and Jeconiah, Hoshamah, and Nedabiah, and, and the sons of Bedi, uh, Padiah were Zerubbabel and Shimei, and the sons of Zerubbabel, Meshullam, Hananiah, Shalemith, their sister. The Zerubbabel is going to be a key player. have got Jeconiah is going to be a key player to us. Zedekiah, we're going to talk about. Pediah is going to call. It. And the fact that Pedadiah Peta, is the father of Zerubbabel, according to the chronicler. Well, we're going to take a look at that in a minute. Hashem, Ophel, and Barakiah, and Hazadiah and Yusha, Beshed, five. And the sons of Hananiah. Pelatiah and Jesiah, and the sons of Rephaiah, and the sons of Arnim, the sons of Obadiah, and the sons of Shechaniah and the sons of Shechaniah were Shemiah, and the sons of Shemiah, Hattush and Egal, and Bariah, and Neariah, and Shaphat, six of them. And the sons of Neariah, Elionai, and Hezekiah, and Azrakam, three, and the sons of Eloni, Il- Il- were Hodariah, and Elishib and Beliah, and Akub, and Yohanan, and Deliah, and Ani seven. Okay. We glossed over some difficulties. Zerubbabel, in verse 19, is elsewhere called the son of Shealtiel, not the son of Padiah. He's presented as the son of Padaiah in the text we just read. But in Ezra 3, and 5, and Nehemiah 12, and Haggai 1, and 14, and Matthew and Luke, he is presented as the son of Shiltiel, not the son of Padiah. We've got a problem here. Boy, the critics can start sharpening their knives. See, the Bible's got contradictions. Maybe. Whenever you find, by the way, a little trick. Every time you find it, what apparently is a contradiction, rejoice. Because God always rewards the diligent, because behind these apparent contradictions or problems is usually a discovery. So, let's let's hold judgment. A second problem is that in Luke's genealogy, he identifies Sheltiel as the son of Neri, whose descent is not from Solomon at all. The third problem is that in Zerubbabel's line, the chronicler lists Zerubbabel's seven sons and one daughter. And none of them appear in the genealogies of either Matthew or Luke. Those are some discrepancies. There are lots of other little discrepancies, but they're really trivial things of spelling and, and minor. But these, these are uh, what's interesting about these difficulties is the commentators don't quite agree. They all speculate, and many of them have missed the whole point. And let me show you what I mean. In, understand these kings of David... After he dies, Solomon, after Solomon dies, got to the place splits. The dynasty of David goes from bad to worse, with a couple of exceptions. Hezekiah and Josiah, a couple of exceptions. It finally gets so bad that in the days of Jeconiah, also called Coniah, we have this interesting blood curse recorded in Jeremiah 22.30. Jeremiah records, Thus saith the Lord, Write ye this man childless, a man that shall not prosper in his days. For no man of his seed shall prosper, sitting upon the throne of David, and ruling any more in Judah. That's quite a sentence. And that creates a fascinating problem. If you look at it spiritually, you can visualize Satan and his gang throwing a party. Because they must read this and figure God has shot himself in the foot, as we might say. Because God is committed to bringing the Messiah from the royal line of David. The next one on the royal line of David is Jeconiah. And on Jeconiah, God pronounces a blood curse. Write this man childless. A man that shall not prosper in his days for no man of his seed shall prosper sitting upon the throne of David and ruling any more in Judah. So how do you get out from under this one? What you might want to do sometime is take this verse to a serious rabbinical scholar. Anyone that you know that takes the any Jewish person that takes the Tanakh, the Old Testament seriously and ask him what do you do with this verse? The Messiah has to come from the royal line, right? Right. How can he come from the royal line if there is a curse pronounced on that very line? What do you do with that? He's also, by the way, called Jehiachin. Those are the same, different names for the same guy. But well, we'll take that up in the next session. We'll give you a week to think about it. So during this week, resolve the difficulties that we've just listed for Chapter 3. And then go ahead and read the remainder of the genealogical section of the book, chapters 4 through 9.
1: You've been listening to 6640, the ministry outreach of Koinonia House and Koinonia Institute. Today's Bible teacher was Chuck Missler, teaching through the book of First Chronicles. For a complete listing of resources available, please visit khouse.org. You can also call us on one 800 House one